Minnesota welcomes racism and discrimination. Yay! All in the name of wokeness. We really need to deal with China. And we're, we're going to need to talk about it a little bit. I, I haven't been talking about China. I probably should. Because the reality is the United States is giving the store away to them. And uh, what, would you th- what would you do if your Lululemon yoga pants don't quite fit right? Well, we do know now. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, well, you know something? I'm not going to be able to do the podcast on video. I just can't get the processing done fast enough. And I can't upload it. It takes forever. I think the upload I did yesterday took almost six hours to upload. And that's not because of my cheap freaking internet connection. That is strictly uh, rumble. So I'm just going to use it as an add-on to the rest of uh, add-on to the rest of uh, the podcast. And you'll just have to listen to the podcast because yeah, it's just not. It's taking way too long to do. Um, don't forget, I'm by myself. So I do have two episodes uploaded, I, unless I get some real screams of, hey, put this put this thing up there. I, I'm not going to bother with it. It's just too much work. And, you know, we were talking, I got to film it, then I got to edit it, then I got to add, I, I got to edit it, then I got to convert it, then I got to upload it. Oh, it takes forever. So it's better if I just keep my videos kind of short. And people seem to like the shorter videos. Okay, so let's take a look at the news today. Oh, boy. You may not have known this, unless you're a big political person like I am, because I love politics, but there were actually primaries last night in Wyoming and Alaska. The big one that I was watching was the one in Wyoming, where Liz Cheney, who is uh, co-chair on the January 6th 6th committee, was expected to be defeated. Well, it took about 14 seconds after the polls closed in Wyoming before uh, her opponent, before they gave the victory to her opponent. So Liz Cheney has been primaried by a a gal relatively unknown. She's a lawyer, but never really a politician named Harriet Hagman. Um, And she won by a lot. She won 66 to 29%. And I'm being generous with the 66 to 29%. It's actually almost 28%. And uh, if anyone is abs- anyone in Washington or in the Democratic Party is amazed as to why Liz Cheney lost, and yes, she hates she hates the uh, Donald Trump. That's fine. You can hate Donald Trump, but she also hates the Republican Party. Here is her concession speech. And it is an amazing... I can't believe she actually said, decided to go out there and say this crap. Listen. The great and original champion of our party, Abraham Lincoln, was defeated in elections for the Senate and the House before he won the most important election of all. Lincoln ultimately prevailed. He saved our union. And he defined our obligation as Americans for all of history. Speaking at Gettysburg, 
of the great task remaining before us, Lincoln said that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from this earth. As we meet here tonight, that remains our greatest and most important task. Most of world history is a story of violent conflict, of servitude and suffering. Most she is actually comparing herself to Abraham Lincoln. With that level of arrogance, do you really wonder why she lost by 40 points? Well, what she is is trying to tell us that she's going to run for president in 2024. Here she is on MS or on NBC talking about it. And even though she won't mention it, she says, oh, yeah, hey, she's running. Just listen to her. The former president said last night, you're now headed to political oblivion. You said this fight is just beginning. You've even uh, launched a political organization already. So let's just be straight about it. Are you considering running for president yourself? Well, what I'm going to do, Savannah, is spend the next several months uh, completing my work in Congress, obviously completing my work representing the people of Wyoming. Uh, we have a tremendous amount of work left to do on the January 6th committee. Uh, and also, though, uh, I'm going to be making sure that people all around this country understand the stakes of what we're facing, understand the extent to which uh, we've now got uh, one major political party, my party, uh, which has really become uh, a cult of personality. And we've got to get this party back to a place where we're embracing the values and the principles on which it was founded uh, and, and talking about, you know, fundamental uh, issues of civics, fundamental issues of what does it mean to be a constitutional republic. But Congresswoman, you didn't answer me yes or no. Takes yeah, I know that Donald you Trump. I will be doing whatever it takes to keep Donald Trump out of the Oval Office. Well, I know you didn't say yes or no, and that's fine if you're thinking about it. But are you thinking about it? Are you thinking about running for president? It, uh, that's a decision that I'm going to make in the in the coming months, Savannah. I'm not going to make any announcements here this morning, but uh, but it is something that I uh, I'm thinking about, and I'll make a decision uh, in the coming months. Yeah, that's a swell idea. Lose by 40 points, and then that should enable you and make you feel confident that you'll be able to win a presidential election. I mean, you lost in Wyoming for Christ's sake. You can't even get people from your state to vote for you. And you think people in other states are going to vote? By the way, she's probably not even from Wyoming. Now she doesn't have to pretend she's from Wyoming. Um, I, a couple of questions about this whole thought process she's going through. First off, this teaches me one thing. That she's really arrogant and she's really stupid. Okay, exactly how is she going to run? I, is she going to run as a Republican or a Democrat? She won't be picked by either. Contrary to popular belief, the Democrats don't like her. They don't like her father either, Dick Cheney. They can't stand the Cheneys. And they're they're gonna they're just using them. This is Liz Cheney is convenient right now because she makes that because the Democrats can now say the January sixth Commission is bipartisan because you have two of the most leftist uh, Republicans on the commission. Of course, neither of those leftists are going to be there in January. They're both gone. So, hey, better hurry up with that January 6th commission. What this also shows is 
no one takes that January 6th commission very seriously in Wyoming. I can guarantee you no one's taking it seriously in any other state either. But the um, but uh, the media is using them, and the second the media is finished with her, they will hate her again. They will stop stop talking about her, and this will all go away. But the other thing this this little speech she gave shows is that she really believes she is the perfect Republican. She is the perfect conservative. Here's a newsflash. I know what a constitutional republic is. I've read the Constitution more than once. I'm not going to let Liz Cheney sit back and tell me what a constitutional republic is. She has no freaking idea. They, she is on a board right now. She is on a commission right now that violates the Constitution. There's no due process on that commission. It's just a bunch of Democrats and, well, no, they're a bunch of Democrats. Liz Cheney and the other character, Democrats, that's all they are. All this stuff is, is, is a, a freaking show trial. There's no, there's no, there's no freaking uh, due process or anything like that. So I don't want to hear from Liz Cheney about what she knows about a, uh, about a constitutional republic. Okay, this next story, this is, this is pretty incredible. It's completely unconstitutional, it's not legal, it's not even legal in Minnesota, but since the left, since when does the left care about the Constitution or legalities or anything like that? According to the New York Post, Minneapolis public school teachers of color will have additional job protections this upcoming school year under a new contract a new contract that would allow them to keep their jobs rather than white instructors with more seniority. The labor agreement's intent was to, quote, underrepresented populations, end quote, and keep the district pro district's predominantly white staff from becoming more homogeneous, a report said Monday. About 60% of Minneapolis students are non-white compared to 16% of the district's tenured teachers and 27% of its probationary teachers, according to the June Minneapolis Star report. The agreement states that the teachers of color, quote, may be exempted from district-wide layoffs outside seniority order, end quote, according to Minnesota outlet Alpha News, which published language from the contract Sunday. So, to be woke, the district will have to discriminate against white people, which last I heard is racism. Um, this is not legal in Minnesota. This is not constitutional. And if anyone decides to fight this, they'll win. And by the way, a lot of teachers actually have contracts. So, their contract states this could be one of those things where the teachers' unions get broken. Because what's going to override the union contract, which is unconstitutional, or the contract of the teacher? That's going to be the big question. Okay, the article continues. The agreement said that, quote, past discrimination, end quote, had made the district's teaching staff underrepresented to the community and resulted in a lack of diversity of teachers, according to the article. 
The teachers' union and the school district mutually agreed on the deal, a Minneapolis public school spokesperson reportedly said. A representative of the Upper Midwest Law Center said Alpha New- told Alpha News that the agreement was unconstitutional. Duh. Quote, the collective bargaining agreement openly discriminates against white teachers based only on the color of their skin and not their seniority or merit, James Dickey, senior trial counsel at UMLC, reportedly said. Quote, Minneapolis teachers and the taxpayers who oppose government-sponsored racism like this should stand up against it. The contract was one of the first of its kind in the nation and a, quote, huge move forward for the retention of teachers of color, end quote, the union leaders uh, told the Star Tribune. Well, I mean, this does violate the 14th and 15th Amendments, but, you know, hey, what difference does it make? All this talk from the left about democracy, about racism, about equality, about equity, all this crap they spout, and then they do this garbage, which is racist, anti-democratic, unequal, and non-equitable. These people are going, are so into racism that they don't even realize that they are openly racist and bigoted. This stuff here is Jim Crow stuff. This is what they did back in the 50s after after that miserable uh, ruling they did in the 1800s. The only difference is now white people are the ones that are going to suffer. It's, it's absolutely terrible. Okay, you know, I've been putting this off for way too long. Uh, one of the problems I had with Joe Biden is that I personally think he's compromised. I think he has made buttloads of money from really bad people, including Ukraine and China. We're seeing how things are going in Ukraine right now. We are fighting a proxy war with Russia to protect the, quote, democracy, end quote, of Ukraine. By the way, Ukraine is not a democracy. Ukraine is an oligarchy and one of the most corrupt countries in the world. And I don't think, I don't think Vladimir Zelensky has changed much of that. As a matter of fact, my big question with Zelensky is, is he actually under that kind of attack or whatever? I mean, the United States is sending them billions of dollars. There was a joke online uh, that said, uh, we need 87,000 IRS new IRS agents. We should be sending those new IRS agents to uh, Ukraine because they're the ones with all our money. The question I have is, is our support for Ukraine, because it is in the best interest of the United States, which I don't think it is, or is it because Hunter Biden made tons of money from Ukrainian energy companies and that maybe Joe Biden is getting some of that money? I don't know what the answer is, but the question is out there. People are asking it, and that's because Hunter Biden can't seem to keep a laptop at home. I mean, the guy's lost three laptops already. Um, 
China is another mess that raises questions. And I'm going to go over a short list of what they're doing. Because I don't talk about China enough. They're building a military while we shrink ours. They're openly working to replace the dollar with the yuan as the international reserve currency. They're doing this now. They're negotiating. At this moment, they're negotiating with Russia and Saudi Arabia so that when they sell oil to them, they pay them in yuan, not U.S. dollars. The United States has uncontrollable debt, uncontrollable spending, and inflation. With no sanity in sight, we are actually undercutting our dollar in this country. It'll be equitable. We can make China's dollar, which, by the way, is worth 15 cents to our dollar. But the reality is it's, it's not helping us. They're threatening Taiwan, the biggest producer of semiconductors in the world. And, by the way, Taiwan is a real democracy. But we won't support the, uh, Taiwan. In fact... The Biden government seems to be consider Taiwan part of China, like they did with Hong Kong. And we saw what happened with Hong Kong. And China continually keeps threatening Taiwan. Through, through the, belt, the other thing, through the Belt and Road policies that China has, they're establishing infrastructure in countries, third world countries mostly, that make them more dependent on China. And we're doing nothing about it. They are growing globally. Now, I don't think that's a good thing. Because we've seen this before. We saw it with Rome. We saw it with Germany. Okay? Countries can overexpand. And I think China is overexpanding. But it's something to worry about. The United States, the highest... The, the, with the potential of the highest producer of energy in the world has stopped because of the weather. And we're exporting oils from our reserves, which are only supposed to be used for war, to Europe and, you got it, China. Biden has removed tariffs that were in place, which was to encourage manufacturing to come back from China into the United States, China is now buying our farmland and our properties. Some of this farmland and some of these properties are actually next to military bases. Their trade practices are, are crap. They're unfair. And they spy and steal our technology. Well, maybe the spying and stealing thing of our technology is not a thing anymore. The United States has decided just to give our technology to China. According to the Wall Street Journal, uh, this was released yesterday. It was actually something really important to the Wall Street Journal. A Commerce Department-led process that reviews U.S. tech exports to China approves almost all requests and has overseen an increase in sales of some particularly important technologies, according to analysis of trade data. Of the U.S.'s total $125 billion in exports to China in 2020, officials required a license for less than half, the per, half a percent. Commerce Department data shows. Of the fraction of the agencies approved, 90, approved 
94% or 2,652 applications for technology exports to China. For 2021, the approval rate decreased to 88%, the analysis showed, but changes in data compilation methods between the two years make comparisons difficult. Again, remember what I told you, when we talk about, when we talk about statistics, they can be manipulated. The figures omit applications, quote, returned without action, end quote, meaning their outcomes are uncertain. The result, the U.S., continues to send China an array of semiconductors, aerospace components, artificial intelligence technology, and other items. Critics say such sales, which have taken place across successive U.S. administrations, could be used to advance Beijing's interests. Are you kidding me? They have openly said they want the destruction of the United States. They want to spread their version of communism slash fascism around the world. They are violating every climate change proposal, and that's fine. I really just don't give two craps about climate change. But they're violating every climate change proposal that the Biden administration puts out. Here's a question I have for you. Why is uh, Joe Biden not pushing back? Our economy is still much stronger than China's. And our military, though far weakened to the point we could not go to war with China right now, is still way superior. Our technology is way up there. Why is the Biden administration not pushing back? But not only not pushing back, but seems to be loosening restrictions on China. Increased, he's even increasing trade and sending them our reserve energy. That we save for things like, I don't know, war? Could it be that Joe Biden is compromised because of Hunter Biden's business deals in China? Business dealings that sound like he's sending money to Joe Biden himself? Because we have three laptops that Hunter Biden has lost and he's been sending emails saying that we got to pay the big guy? I don't know if it's true, but the question is out there and people are asking. By the way, this is why I think Joe Biden will be out by January. Republicans are asking these questions now. And guess what? In November, they're going to have the power to do some investigations. I'm pretty sure Democrats don't want any more bad publicity than they already have from this wreck of a president and that crap on that crap bill they just signed, the Inflation Reduction Act, is, is already, they're already admitting that thing's not going to work. So I'm pretty sure that even though Kamala is in the wings, yeah, they look like they're prepping to get to Article 25 Biden right out of the White House. And we'll all understand why they do it. But uh, they would rather Biden be out of the White House than Kamala, who's less popular than Joe Biden, take over as president and then put some jerk off like J.B. Pritzker or uh, Gavin Newsom as the vice president. That's coming. Yeah, I'm telling you. Watch, 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 watch. Okay, let's jump into this thing. 
we might be able to get through these next two stories. If not, I'll tell you the other one. Well, apparently, those Lululemon yoga pants that you spend $120 for, um, they kind of jack with the female anatomy. And women, of course, need to deal with that, right? So according to Daily Wire, UK-based plastic surgeon John, Dr. John Skivophylax is noticing an increase in the number of designer vagina surgery requests, a trend he's credited to the tightness of athleisure clothing and leggings, yoga pants. By the way, uh, Skevophylax sounds like a plastic surgery. I, I, I can't, I, give me a few minutes, maybe I'll come up with something before I finish reading this. Uh, the New York Post reported that the doctor has been performing more labiaplasty procedures in 2022 compared to the same time last year. Skevophylax noted that he performed 50 surgeries in 2021. He's already done that many in 2022 by this summer. The pre procedure includes shrinking the labia minora, or the outer vagina area, to make it more compact and closer to the body. God, that sounds so gross. That sounds painful. Labiaplasty can cost more than $4,000. Of course, you know, Skivophylax wants to make Skivophylax? I don't know. He wants to make more money, so he has no problem telling his women, yeah, I'll do it, instead of just saying, you know, you really don't need that. Skivophylax said since more women have been wearing tight leggings, it's become painful, painful for some who have larger labia minora to wear their favorite clothing. And, it keep, and I think this is what this article misses. A larger labia minora means camel toe. It doesn't look as good. That's what it is. This shows the vanity of today, today's society. If tights are uncomfortable, wear something looser. Don't automatically run to a surgery, to a plastic surgeon to get that fixed. Hey, I, I talk to Josie about this all the time because she wants some things done to her. Surgery is surgery. There's a risk. Bad things could happen. Infections. And I know with that surgery, you actually have to put people under. So you got that. The last thing I would do is have some doctor, especially named uh, Skivophylax, touch my nether region simply because my pants don't fit. I figure what I'll do, I'll just, I don't know, adjust and get bigger pants or get smaller pants or get whatever it is. And I sure as hell wouldn't pay $4,000 for it. Okay, well, we're not going to have time. I'll give it a little shorter today. Those were pretty fun uh, topics. I got a couple more tomorrow you'll absolutely love. So visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. I do have some new videos uh, on Rumble. So go to Rumble, um, subscribe, and click the Rumble buttons. There's a great one about ghosts. I'm going to release another one. I just found some more ghost videos that I think are pretty pretty cool. 
Uh, I hope you guys have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Thank <laughs> you.